Good day. I trust that you are well on this beautiful Sunday. I want to just this day share God's word with you. We are talking about saying yes to hope and what does it mean when we say yes to hope? And I think one of the key things about hope is, is the fact that we, we have to hear what God says in his word around hope. In the world we currently live in, there's a lot of hopelessness, isn't it? There's a lot of things that are going on and one may feel helpless, one may feel hopeless, one may feel that there isn't much hope that is out there to cling on. There isn't any possibilities of things perhaps getting better or things changing for the better and one may feel overwhelmed by circumstances. But the word of God today has an answer for us. The word of God calls us to come again and hear what God, the creator of heaven and earth, has got to say. You and I found this world like this. We found oxygen, we found the sea, we found the sky, the trees, the animals. Everything that we found, we found it here because God created it. And it was for the purpose so we can know that he is the one that holds it all together. We can know that he's the one who's the sustainer, the keeper of life. And so if the keeper of life is the one we can call upon, therefore we are able to find our hope in that. I would like to read in the Bible, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And this is what it says in the NIV version. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and an assurance about what we do not see. So if you look around, you may see hopelessness. You may see that there's not much that is positive. If you try to think about your own world, your own context, perhaps you are ill or a parent is ill or a child is not doing well at school or you look at your finances and you go, I do not have any hope in my circumstances. I do not know what I must do. How do you move on from there? How do you, how do you find hope in circumstances that look hopeless? When you feel helpless, how do you move on from there? I heard somebody one time saying these words, and these are the words, they said these words, that they looked around the world and they got distressed. They looked within themselves and they got depressed. But when they looked upon the Lord, they found rest. And I pray for you that you will find rest as you hope in him. I would like to share a couple of things around saying yes to hope. The first question perhaps I would like to ask is, where does hope come from? Where does hope come from? How do you define a hopeful person? Is it a character or is it a personality? How do you define a hopeful person? I would like to learn two key things. These things are the ones that we read about from Genesis to Revelations. And these two things, they're like the pillar. If you look at the table or a chair, it has its own legs those, these are the legs, these are the pillars that hold the weight around faith and around hope. 
And these two things are as follows. Hope is fuel for our journey. Without hope, it's impossible to continue. You may have faith, but you may not have hope that things will turn and be fine. And so you need hope. It's almost like when somebody gives you a car, and then when you climb in the car and you start the car, no matter how beautiful it is, when you open the bonnet, it doesn't have an engine. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point? They gave you a shell, you know? So faith is great, and it's what we believe and what we know. But hope is the fuel. Hope is the engine that makes the car and it propels the car to move forward. So hope is a fuel for our journey. The second thing is this. Hope is found in the person of Jesus. Those are the two key things. Hope is a fuel, like the engine, the petrol that drives that us to walk this journey, to know that things, one day God will make all things right. And even in this time where we are, God is still working for the good for us. That is hope. The second part, hope cannot be found Anyway, I know there are circumstances that you feel people can help and situations can turn in your favor and things can be understood and people can understand and agree and you can negotiate, you can twist things around. But ultimately, true hope comes from the person of Jesus. That is the main two legs, the main two pillars that hold in the word of God. Hope propels us forward. Hope is found in the person of Jesus. The first point I would like to highlight based on the scripture we've just read now in Hebrews chapter 1 is this. Hope is the essence of faith. Hope is the essence of faith. It's the one that defines, it's the one that determines how we are to live our lives. We don't live in a place where we are overwhelmed by negativity or we speak negative into situations because things are not going our way, we are challenged by the word of God to find that hope is the essence of our faith. We speak life because we know God is working it for the good. If I'm not feeling well and I'm sick or if my finances are not in a good place, I just lost my job, whatever that it might be, that it's overwhelming me, whatever that it may be that is not going as it should, I must hold on to hope because that is the essence. That is the definition of my faith, my faith and my belief that no matter what, even when I do not see that what God is doing now, he is busy changing things. He's busy working it out for the good because my faith is in him. My faith is in him. I don't know if you are sitting down or you are listening in a car or you are at home, but wherever that you are hearing this, whatever that you are doing, let's imagine for a moment that you are sitting down, the chair that you are sitting in or the car that you are driving, you believed that when you climb in it and when you start it, it will start. When you sit on the chair, you believe that that chair is going to hold you. What is that? That is knowing, the faith to know that things are what they should be. And so when we are overwhelmed by circumstances, it may just be only for this temporary time. 
things do not stay negative forever. It's only for a short time. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 tells us there's, there's time and season for everything under the sun. And so we have to believe that in this life, God has let it go on because there is hope that things will be better soon. And so I want to encourage you that may hope become the essence of your faith. The fact that you believe and trust in God may hope be the one that defines how that faith looks like. The second thing I would like to highlight from this portion of scripture is hope is the essence of our strength. When you do not have hope, you cannot have strength. Where are you drawing your strength from? If you could buy hope from the shops, uh, let's take one from Pick and Pay or wherever, ShopRite, wherever that you buy your groceries and your things. If you could buy hope, I tell you, it would be the best seller. <laughs> it would be the best seller because everybody needs hope that can give them strength. Strength, not just physical strength, but emotional strength, spiritual strength, the ability to get the work done, to get what is necessary done. How do you get up when you are sick and you can't get up? How do you do that? How do you get up another day not feeling well, having not received your full healing and you have to get up again? It may be so discouraging. But hope is the strength that we need to face the day. It's very interesting when we pray, we say, give us this day our daily bread. We say, give us this day our daily bread. It's about the fact that God gives us just what we need for today. And I pray that for you, you will get strength from him just as you need for today and not be overwhelmed by circumstances. I once heard a story of someone by the name of Kim Nguyen. Kim Nguyen was busy. She was busy writing her PhD dissertation. And as she was busy writing this dissertation for her PhD degree, she suddenly became blind in one eye and she had to go in for an operation and she couldn't she couldn't uh, complete her dissertation on time because she thought that this healing will take place only in two weeks' time. She would be back and ready and, and, and writing her dissertation. But it went on longer than what she anticipated. Her healing, instead of taking two weeks, it took six more months for her to get healed. And so in that time, instead of getting better, the other eye also started to get a bit blind and it got worse and worse. And when she thought she's not going to see anymore, when she thought all that was just too much, she didn't have the strength to continue, she remembered the word of God. She remembered that what she has is her faith and hope in God who can touch her and heal her, who can who can help her to be strengthened for just that day that she needs to be well. And so she started to pray. She started to speak God's word. She started to proclaim the goodness of God and God's promises. Now, you might say, is that a formula? It's not a formula. 
it's about the word of God. Remember, the word of God is not for information. The word of God is for transformation. It's designed to help us to know what God has given us, to know what God is saying. And so for Kim Nguyen, when six months was over, God answered her prayer and she could start to see again. And she was able to finish her dissertation and she acquired her PhD. Now, her story may be different from your story. What is this hurdle? What is this mountain before you? What is this thing in front that you feel you cannot get over and you need God's strength to take you over? I pray for you that you, will, you may draw strength from him because he's our hope. God is our hope, the one we can cry out to, the one we can look up to. Where does our help come from? Our help comes from the Lord. May he be your hope. May he be your strength. The third point I would like to raise from this. Hope is the essence of our peace and joy. Hope is the essence of our peace and joy. Why is it that hope is the essence of peace and joy? Because if you do not have hope, what are you peaceful about? What are you joyful about? If there's no, there's no prospect for a, a better today, a better tomorrow, what is the point? And so when we have hope in the person of Jesus, like I explained earlier, then our peace and joy comes from him. Our peace and joy comes from him. Allow him to be your peace. Allow him to be your joy. And there's a lot of things that are going out there at this moment. Our world is so uncertain, isn't it? Our world is in turmoil. Every time you hear from the news, it's something that is overwhelming, something that is, that is just too much to take for, for now, for this moment in our nation, in our personal lives. There is so much. But today the word of God says this. Put your hope in him. May he be your peace. May God be your joy. Because apart from him, there is no peace. There is no joy. The one that is made up by us is not long-lasting. It's not sustainable. It's the peace and joy that we get from him. You may say, Pastor Lazzolo, where do I get this peace and joy? This peace and joy comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. When we ask God to come into our lives, when we ask him to fill us, when we ask him to, to take control, to, to lead us, to guide us, when we submit ourselves under his authority, under his power, we are capable of experiencing his peace, experiencing his joy. And I invite you, in the end I want to do a prayer that we may be filled by him so that we can experience his peace and joy. Circumstances, they come and go, but his peace and joy, they are always everlasting. The fourth point I would like to raise is this. Hope is the essence of life. Hope is the essence of life. Without hope, there is no life. There's nobody who can wake up every day and there's just feeling hopeless. And I know there are different issues out there around depression, around stress, around uh, circumstances that are just out of 
your reach and you cannot go on anymore. God, in his word, he encourages us that our hope, when we put it in him, he gives us life. Life is from him. Life is from Jesus because he died so you and I can have life. He died so you and I can live to our fullest, not just in this life, but also eternally with him. And so I want to encourage you, be in a place where when things become too stressful, when they become too much, remember that hope is the essence of life. Hold on to those words because God's heart is that you may know that he is for you. So let us recap our points again today. Hope is the essence of our faith. Hope is the essence of our strength. Hope is the essence of our peace and joy. Hope is the essence of life. So the question today is, who are you putting your hope on? Is it on people? Is it on circumstances? Is it on things like money, <laughs> what you have? Um, is it on who you hang out with, who you know, or who knows you? Where's your hope? Now, you may say, my hope is in God, but I want to give you a challenge today. When crisis hit, when you, for example, get a, a puncher in the middle of the road or when you are struggling with some money issues, when you are ill and you get bad report from the doctor or a bad uh, report from work that uh, you, you are getting retrenched, when that thing happens, what, who's the first thing that comes to your mind? Who's, who's the first person or what is the first thing that comes to your mind. That thing that comes first to your mind, that is what you put your hope on. I would like to encourage you, next time when you hit the crisis, check yourself. Who's the first person that came to mind? What is the first thing that came to mind? Because that is a very telling matter about where your hope is being put on and where your hope is coming from. And so I would like to encourage you. Today, the word of God tells us that faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Perhaps you are listening to this and you've never said, Jesus, be the hope of my life. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Jesus, I'm done doing this in my own strength. This morning, there's almost like a knock. at the door of your heart, and he's saying, let me in. I would like to come and be your hope. I would like to step in and encourage you and walk with you. I would like to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Perhaps you've never done that before, or you've done it and you've walked away from it. Today, it's a moment for you to make that decision. If you are listening in, I would like for you to pray this prayer with me as I say these words. Lord Jesus, thank you for today. 
that you are telling me that you, you are my hope, that you are showing me again, Lord, that without you, I am nothing. I pray, Father, this day that you would come into my heart, that you would be Lord and Savior of my life, that I will move away from trying to create my own hope or find hope in circumstances and in other things, that I would find my hope in you. Lord Jesus, I submit myself under your authority. I pray, Lord, that you will be my God in Jesus' name. From this day, old Lord, I give my life to you. I put my hope in you. Be the essence of my faith. Be the essence of my strength. Be the essence of my peace and joy. And be the essence of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer with me, I would like to say that the Lord rejoices. The angels rejoice because today you are a child of God that came to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. That he is your hope. And from this day on, you will make him first to think about when you hit a crisis. Because he is your true hope. I pray you have a blessed day. I pray that you will have a blessed week and that this week and until the day you meet him again, that we meet him as our Lord, that your hope will be found in the person of Jesus. Amen.